You're listening to The Body Uncovered. I'm Michelle Bond, exercise physiologist and published researcher serving clients since 1999. If you want to dig past the magazine headlines and learn how the body actually works, I'll show you how to develop a can-do attitude with a body that you can depend on. Stay tuned, and let's get Uncovered. host Michelle Bond and this is the place to be if you want to uncover a lot of mumbo jumbo out there about how the body actually works. And although I mostly talk about exercise and biomechanics, what we eat and how we think plays a big part in our exercise journey and success. So to help us with some of this today is a very special guest. Not just a great colleague, but one of my oldest and dearest friends, like from first grade, who is a health coach, educated as an occupational therapist who worked in a variety of healthcare and school settings and found her true passion. Welcome, Amy Enos. How are you today, Amy? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I, I truly am feeling fabulous today in a sunny California day. Oh, man, I understand what you're saying. I don't have a lot of that now in Los Angeles. It's called SOG, which is sun and fog. So I'm, I'm having a SOG day. That's what I've come up with. Um, I really appreciate you being here because you're kind of sticking to the whole thing. Like I said, Xing out some of this mumbo jumbo in the world and all this, I don't know, incomplete information and misinformation and hype and all this jazz. And so I'm just really glad you're here. Um, but before we get started with the real nuts and bolts, I wanted to know if you could give us some background about yourself with regards to how you got into health coaching. Well, I tell you what, I have been um, athletic my whole life. I have been trying to get to a healthy weight my whole adult life. Um, and it wasn't until December 21, Christmas day, as a matter of fact, Christmas morning, where um, I unfortunately had to take my husband to ER at two in the morning. And um, he was having massive migraines, which he's never had in his life. So I knew what the heck is going on here. But I tell you what, after spending 48 hours sitting in a dark room with the curtains closed with yeah. my husband uh, just pondering life really because I couldn't really make any noise. He was so sick. Um, it made me just go, geez, we need to get healthy. I mean, I knew he had uh, high triglycerides and I knew he was, you know, pre-diabetic, but the man wasn't like obese or anything. He was right. You know, but I knew I was unhealthy, and that was my um, kind of kick in the butt to get my health journey started. So yeah, that's that's where it began. And so I discovered this um, health and wellness program, um, and I just went on it and killed it and lost 50 pounds in five and a half months. That's amazing. It, it really is. And um, 
I have to tell you, it after being a yo-yo dieter my whole adult life and trying every diet in the book, I mean, Michelle, I don't even know if I ever told you this. Um, I mean, I've done... I've done everything. I've even, I mean, I paid for, you know, the frozen food to be delivered to my house. Right, I've right. Had the shots. I've tried to run it off. I've tried to spin it off. I've tried, I mean, I just had a super unhealthy relationship with food. So this was and just. So, a- I, not to interrupt, but so this was your this is your background story of how your life was. Like we're talking about a certain amount of number of years. And so this was the background of how, why you wanted to help others. In other words, you know, the pain, the drain, the sadness, the, the frustration, you knew it so, so well. And that was really the catalyst to say, I am going to help others now. And I have found a way to do it. And I know this inside and out. Would you say that? Okay. All right. So, I mean, I understand that there there has to be a solution. And I'm very grateful as we're such good friends. Like, I'm glad you're healthy. And it's like, it's more than say how someone looks and feels, but it's like all the other things that go with it. Um, You have a great husband, you have three amazing children and you know, nieces, nephews, the whole thing. And you want to be healthy for them. Just like so many other people need to live for other people. Um, but what, tell us what health coaching is. Cause it's, I wouldn't say it's a super new term, but it might be something I think you could explain better based on the program that you're actually working with. Yes. So health coaching is, is something that's pretty awesome. So you're linking arms with people figuratively. You are guiding them. You are directing them towards healthy nutrition. You're directing them towards healthy habits. You're directing them towards healthy cooking, healthy Mm -hmm. recipes. Um, You're you're trying to connect people with like-minded people who are trying to build a healthy relationship with food. Um, In the process, you're learning about yourself. You're holding each other accountable. So I might be health coaching a a client, but in turn, I am learning from them. So we are holding each other accountable. We are forming a community and um, supporting one another, which is, which is awesome. Um, We are learning together how to, survive in this American um, society with this American diet yeah. that is setting us up to fail and not to yeah. be healthy. So yeah. it's really those, Yeah. Those store, the store is lined with basically crap. I mean, there's some fancier stores that are more health minded, but still there's a lot of processed food. And I know watching you do this for a while now, I've watched you with different things you might say in social media and everything. And it actually keeps me on track. So those posts, those messages, even though I'm in this business, it still is 
I might have a stressful day. I want to eat not just one cookie, but I would like to have the whole like 10. And I know that's going to set me up for feeling terrible the next day. So I actually think of you and go, no, she took a trip to XYZ city and she did these things. And I am, it, it is, it is about linking arms. It is, it's ever, I don't care what your profession is, whether you're a professional nutritionist, you you still can't be perfect 24 seven. You have to have someone else to talk to or to acknowledge or to look up to. And so you do learn from your clients. I learn from my clients all the time. Sometimes I get jealous of my clients. I'm like, wow, I'm giving them such a great routine. I haven't even done that for myself. So, you know, it's about learning from them. And um, so I would like to know, and, and more, for, I would like everybody to know, paint a picture of what it's like to work with you. So we know what nutrition counseling and the mindset, um, but, but, you know, what is it like to work with you? And maybe is there anything that someone could do before they meet with you to get ready for this journey? Yes. So what it, what in, so for example, the first week of, uh, when we start off health coaching, I might, um, not, I might, I will have you send me pictures of the food you're preparing for yourself. Oh, great. Great. See, people tend to short themselves on food. We need all the macronutrients for healthy nutrition. We need healthy protein. We need healthy fat. We need healthy vegetables. And sometimes we are not giving ourselves enough. We, um, we've got this diet mindset where you're not, you're almost like starving yourself, but we don't want that. We want enough fuel in your body to keep you going. So the first week I, I will have you send pictures of your food. Um, after that, it's really me checking in once a week asking you questions and you in turn being able to ask me questions and directing you towards resources to find the answers. You know, we want you to be in this relationship. We want the client to be self-motivated and to really seek out what they need um, and really be accountable for their for their, um, their health journey. So, um, yeah, so I coach through, um, the education. Um, I try to encourage community. I encourage, um, journaling. Um, and I, you know, encourage also, um, when the time comes healthy motion and, um, just, it's a whole gamut of, of areas. So it's, it's the nutrition component, but it's also, we know the psychological component of that, like the journaling and holding your holding, they have to be accountable to you um, and diving into this process. So it's not like this quick and dirty, oh yeah, eat these things, get these calories, have a nice life. It's getting somebody to stop and say, why do I have these patterns? Because I know you've described this to me and it was like, even for my own self to stop and say, why did I have these patterns? Why did I eat cookies 
every night for four years because I was in grad school and it made me happy. And that's how I got all my writing done. So this is the relationship with food. And um, and how, how, do, how do you how do how does that work with people like getting them to dig in a little bit on this thought process? Because I know you're not a psychologist, but we ha people have to understand that this is the talk we have to have. We have to investigate this relationship with food a little more. Exactly. So we're trying to discover, um, well, first of all, people can be very resistant to trying to dive into the mindset. Um, I don't know if it's failures in the past, most likely, um, yeah. protecting themselves from success, which sounds strange, but it's a fact. Um, because let's face it, um, eating healthy is not just for a short period of time to lose weight. It's for a lifetime. That's the goal. Yeah, yeah. I coach, I coach through weight loss, but I also coach through the transition back into eating, you know, enough calories to sustain to sustain a, a weight you want to stay at, but then right. stay healthy for life. So, you know, we're looking at what are your triggers? What you what set you off to yes. go down the slippery slope? Um, you know, trying to get people to think about not what they can't have, but what you can have. Oh like, yeah, right. Like I just got back from a six day trip, and I tell you what, uh, every restaurant I went to, I found something I could have. And in this day and age where restaurants, you know, they're flipping the tip um, sign or, and you know what, we're going to, we're going to tip. Yeah. But you know what? Let's ask for what we need. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, it's okay to say, Hey, I need my food prepared this way. Can I have extra protein? Can I have extra veg? Can I have this on the side? Can I, Absolutely. it's okay. Do it. it. Is I love that. That's 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 really great because sometimes when people go to a restaurant, they're like, oh, my God, this is someone else's business. Oh, my God, I'm in their house. No, you can be polite about saying I need more vegetables and no butter on them or whatever. you got to speak up. It's OK. It's your health. Because I know some people that are very timid when they go. They, like, they, they don't want to make a fuss to, for the weight person. It's like, look, you're not yelling at them you're just asking nicely can i need it this way they'll you know, be happy to do it that is exactly <laughs> right they're they are totally happy to do it for you i mean yeah. i but i think just overcoming that hurdle in yes. your own self you know yes so it's a mindset you know it's just a shift of how to think about food and i love that because this goes in line with a lot of people when they think about food, they might say, I'm buying something at the store. This is my dinner. But we talked a lot about after certain phases of working with you, you eventually get to a place where you're really looking at cooking and cooking from scratch. And a lot of people ask me, how did you get your blood panel to look this way? How do you have vitality? I said, well, I was eating I thought something healthy, like packaged 
fruit bars and things in a package like a pot pie or cereal and literally guys and gals if it comes in a box you got to understand that's processed food now yogurt comes in a thing it's not like you can go milk a cow and make your yogurt right there in the dirt it's some things have to come in a package i understand that but cooking from scratch i tell people i work with is you got to get in the mindset of it's going to take some time but find a system. Do you help people try to find that system? Because when I first started cooking everything from scratch, it was very overwhelming. My kitchen literally was had things in the sink, the drying area, and the dishwasher 24-7. How, how do you help people overcome that thing? Because it's like, it's a lot going on there. <laughs> you know what? I try to keep it simple. Um, I do try to keep it simple. For example, I try to coach people to prepare food that they love to eat normally, but to prepare it in a different way. For example, we love fajitas. Mm -hmm. so we make fajitas, you know, onion, bell pepper, white chicken breast, um, fresh salsa, but instead of putting it on a tortilla we put it on a lettuce wrap okay you know simple things so that people you know so that you feel like you're, you're having what you really like but you don't have to get you don't have to give it up you just have to alter it right. um you know same with like hamburger you buy the extra extra lean ground beef grill it make yourself an open-faced hamburger or put it on a portobello mushroom delicious oh, yeah yeah, yeah. You, know, you got to think about how we can have our food the way we like it to make it healthy for us to serve its purpose for us to fuel us and to keep us healthy yeah I think a lot of people get carried away when they think of cooking from scratch. They think of like that old picture where there's flour all over someone's face and there's like every utensil out on the counter. Yes, there are some fancy recipes out there, but um, you you got to start with making it simple. And, you know, it's it's looking, I think it's looking at what comes in a box. Like I started looking at how much stuff I ate in a box and I just said no like oatmeal, cereals, bars, the dinners. And I, I re now I know why my blood panel sucked. And now it doesn't. And it's like processed food. It's like, yeah, in a pinch, sometimes you got to have it. But no, that what you said was so insightful. And I, I know everybody listening. I know, please, please, we're going to share Amy's information at the end of this episode and also in the show notes. So I suggest you contact her because... I can I can vouch for this wonderful woman. She cares about people. She cares about helping people. And she's been through it all, as she just said. She understands that. You need someone that understands what you're going through. That's so important. Um, and that leads me to say, because a lot of information out there, what are some misconceptions about healthy eating out there that you think that kind of goes, that you have to fight against sometimes, I guess, with what you do? Oh, how about healthy eating is bland and boring? No, it's not. You That's have, 
Okay, now the person that makes a plain chicken breast on lettuce and that's all they eat. Oh my gosh, what are you doing to yourself? Yeah, that's yeah. bland and boring. No, spice it up. Uh, prepare it differently. There's many ways to cook healthy food. Um, eating healthy is expensive. Now, have you have you looked at the price of a bag of potato chips in the grocery store? Have you looked yep. at the price of cereal bars? Cereal? Yep. Yeah, if you cut that stuff out and stick to the whole foods, it's not more expensive. You're probably going to save money. Um, yeah. Yes. My, my family won't like it. Uh, guess what? Once you start eating clean food, you crave clean food and you, yeah. your taste buds change and you really enjoy it. Now so that's, yeah. those things are very, that, that, that brought to light things I didn't even think about. Um, it introducing families. I know that whole thing. I'm doing that whole thing with my family right now. I eat completely different than they do. Um, my son eats vegetables and fruit and good protein. Um, but the other stuff, it's challenging with the family dynamic. And I'm sure that's something that you can work on with people because I know that's a topic that comes up. I'm assuming with clients, the family dynamic. Well, it's <laughs> like, true because, um, sugar and salt is very addictive. And why do you think all this processed food is full of sugar and salt? Because they want it to be addictive. They want to sell it. The more they sell, the more money they make. They don't right. care. They don't care if it's not healthy for you to eat. They don't right. care how much food colorings in it. They just want to sell it. Um, but once you wean off of that sugar and salt in excess, your body gets used to it. And it, and food, whole food tastes good. It does. It does. And it feels good knowing what is in the food. When I start reading labels and seeing things that's like, as my, I have work with somebody who helps me get my blood panel organized. And he was saying like Franken foods, Franken foods, things that are just not genetically modified, but literally made in a lab. It's like, I am not putting that in my body. I will not do it. Um, I'm not doing it. So the other night, um, I really wanted cookies. I made them from scratch. They didn't yeah. turn out that great. But I but I was like, okay, I really want them. I had enough energy to make them. I had I put some in the freezer, had a few out, and I was like, I know what's in there. And I felt in control. And that was just a, a, a big deal. And you know, the things out there with nutrition and health are out of control. And, and some of the things I've heard you talk about, you have this, a couple of reports you've given where you've picked some statistics um, and you just shared them. And I wanted to know what were some of the statistics about health, nutrition, behavior, whatever it is, and the overweight or obese issues that really blew your mind. If you could name a couple, share a couple of those statistics with us, because there's a couple I heard you say, and I was like, this is nuts. Well, I believe um, one of the statistics you're talking about is like 40% of Americans are obese. Oh, and more than that are, of course, overweight. Um, 
only one in 10 adults eats vegetables. That was mind blowing. I thought, that's insane. Um, We spend more money in our country on health care than we do on food. Think if we switch that. Think if we spent more money on healthy food. Right. You think the healthcare industry uh, would change a little bit? Yeah, most likely. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And you know what really, I, I saw an article in, I believe it was the Wall Street Journal, that um, kids, they're doing weight loss surgery on children kids under 18. And I was like, what the heck? We are not us adults, the adults in the room. Hello. Let's let's start taking our, our nutrition seriously and teach it to our children. And I'm talking about parents to children. I'm talking about educators to children. I'm talking about, you know, the powers that be that are in charge of our school systems that are yeah. providing food to children in the schools, you know, let's, let's get a grip on this and let's help. Yeah. These yeah. I, I, well, and I, and I, and I was going to make another podcast instead of the body uncovered. I was going to have a podcast called if I were president, but I'll just share that sentiment here then because you know, big food is big food and big pharma is big pharma and insurance is insurance. And I go on record right now in this episode. I don't care. I'm not here to make friends. I, I talk about how I feel and I have plenty of proof from my studies in school and talking to a lot of official people. Um, you know, the, everybody's, how do you say it? Um, in cahoots with each other on making money. It's all about the money and it's all about the power. And I'm going to kind of segue into that as we wrap up our episode here, but it's like I could I could 10x the profits of big pharma and big food if they did what I said, which would be give farmers a certain amount of money to live on for 3 years and do the right thing to all the crops and fields and make everything organic, meaning it takes two to three years to cultivate the soil a very specific way for organic farming. And the government could give the farmers a certain amount of money to live on while they just tended to their dirt, basically. And then everything was organic. It's called integrated pest management. They do it here in in, uh, Ventura County. They have certain little pests eat the other pests so they keep your crop good. Can be done can mm-hmm. be done. Here's the thing. People would get healthier, right? But instead of big food making a lot of money on their pre- pre- like preserved food, they would then switch it over to good stuff and still they'd still make money. Big pharma wouldn't need to make all the medications we're taking, statins and blood pressure and all this stuff, but they would 10x their profits because instead of making all that, we'd still need that medication. I'm not saying big pharma would not make anything. They'd make it because some people still need it, but they would actually go in the supplement business with pure, pure, pure vitamin C, vitamin D, herbs, 
L-carnitine that I take, acetyl L-carnitine that I take, all this stuff. If they went into the supplement business instead of the drug business, I promise you they would 10x their profits. And everybody's like, what is that? They would make, you know, instead of two, whatever they make, two trillion a year, it'd be, it would be, I don't know, nine trillion a year. Why? Because everybody would be eating all this stuff. And I have a whole plan. I won't bore anybody anymore with this idea, but you get where I'm going with this. Yes. If yes. everybody was on board, there wouldn't need to be greed or power monger. It just wouldn't be. It'd be these food, pharma, and insurance would be so wealthy because people are healthy. See, I should make that. They're wealthy because they're healthy. And it, the whole thing, and I, I think I might make the podcast if I were president because I know exactly what I would do. Watch well, out. And, you know, and the fact that um, organic farming um, produces vegetables that have our min have the minerals in them. Yeah. And, you know, if you're eating vegetables that are full of minerals, then you're going to be able to do, uh, absorb the vitamins in the fruits. So aren't right. our, our American, this was in a study I took for my OT license on nutrition. Um, the American gut is very unhealthy because oh, we're it is. vitamin and mineral de uh, deficient. So anyways, yeah. that's another day. Yeah, I know. We'll have to have another episode when I have my other podcast. Maybe you'll have a podcast called If I Were President. You can borrow that. <laughs> Woo, let me tell you, it'd be quite a freaking country if I was in charge. <laughs> I'd wake up every day. Hey, everybody, let's drink water. Let's go, everybody. <laughs> okay, no, it'd be, it would be crazy. But before we wrap up, I just wanted to know if you wanted to mention any other thing before we share your information about how to contact you. Any other last points or anything you'd like to say? Well, I just want to say um, that, you know, my weight loss journey was my weight loss journey. Um, you know, is everyone going to lose 50 pounds in five and a half months? No. I mean, your weight loss journey is your weight loss journey. Um and we're all individuals and we have to give ourselves grace and we're, we're all, we all have to learn and, you know, go through the health, healthy eating process the best we can. Um, but I do enjoy coaching people. Um, it's fun to help people break through and um, be successful and to feel good and to have more energy. So it's, lovely. I love it. I love it. I love how we ended up in the same industry after all these years. It's so cool. I love that so much. <laughs> it is awesome. Woo! Everybody, when we get on the phone together, it's like the phone is on fire. We're on there for an hour and a half. So it's pretty crazy. I love talking to you all the time. It's so fun. And I'm so proud of you. I love that you're on board with helping people. We need, we need this so bad. So everybody, I'm going to leave Amy's information in the show notes. Um, but in case somebody doesn't look at the show notes, is there an email or a way for them to get in contact with you so they can hear you say it right now? Yeah, you can follow me on Facebook uh, at Amy Enos, A-M-Y Enos, E-N-O-S. And yeah, just follow me on Facebook. And um, if you are interested in hearing more from me, 
you can message me. That would be fabulous. Okay, great. And again, I will put that information in the show notes as well. Well, thank you, Amy, for being on The Body Uncovered. I had a great time talking with you, and I hope everybody out there is inspired to check out what they're doing. You need that proper fuel and mindset um, if you're going to do the movement part of the program, which is moving the body. You got to have the other in check. So thank you again, Amy. And until next time, everybody, stay uncovered. This podcast and related materials is for general informational purposes only and is not meant to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek medical clearance before starting any exercise program. The user assumes all risk. Until next time, stay uncovered.